0: This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Clean Cut Barbershop, located on 21 East Kelsey Avenue in Salt Lake City, Utah. To schedule an appointment, visit cleancutbarbershopslc.com. Walk ins are also welcome. Mention short story bingo and receive $5 off your first visit. Now, on to the show. Ooh, that's a bingo. Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo. You just say bingo. Bingo! How fun! episode 40 already synchro nice Nate you come the third this is short story bingo how are you doing today happy podcast friday i hope your weekend is packed ready to rock and roll if this is your first time welcome if this is your second time the retention program is working what we do on this podcast is i read a story that you might not have ever heard before uh as a glorified narrator it's like audible Sort of (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for rocking with me uh, For the last couple episodes at least Uh, We're going to probably steer away from Serial killers For uh, just at least a couple more episodes I gotta kind of Definitely take a a Step back from Robin Gecht And his Ripper Crew uh, Episode 39, just the previous episode very intense man just very intense without giving any of it away you know just click on the previous episode to listen to that it's uh it's intense man those guys uh, did a lot of crazy stuff the korean cannibal gang they did a lot of crazy stuff too. do uh also but we are not there we are on episode 40 right now so and what we're gonna read from is a very classic writer Super excited about it. H.P. Lovecraft, who was actually uh, the H.P. Lovecraft was uh, recommended to me by my boy Pat, who has been on uh, the podcast as well. Um, But he was like, "Yeah, man, you got to read H.P. Lovecraft because he has uh, some of the most, um, you know, uh, like sci-fi as a pure example, like just being." Um, like H.G. Wells, I guess, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to, to read out of this. This is the second sci-fi uh, story that, I'm, that I will have read. The other sci-fi story was, of course, uh, episode 37, which was just a couple... Uh, ago, but anyhow, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in, um, of course, we have the top three countries um, that have uh, been listening as of late, and we have the United States, of course, Canada and India, now to the states, Utah, this is the second week in a row, or is it the third, it might be the third, um, top three states, here we go, Maryland, New Jersey, and Texas, Utah, where you at? That's crazy. But also, I certainly appreciate uh, the expansion of what we're doing here. And of course, our random Twitter follower shout out goes out to my boy Shane Curtis uh, at sleep, S-L-E-E-P, sleep them, yes, so S-L-E-E-P-E-M-Y-E-S. But like I was saying, so... We want. I wanted to uh, go back into actual, or not actual, excuse me, like just storytelling. The the story that we're going to do today is called The Terrible Old Man. It was written January 28th, 1920. It was first published in the Tryout, uh, Volume 7, Number 4, July 1921. So uh, I'm really excited about this. H.P. Lovecraft, uh, I got this book actually online um but i absolutely intend on getting a hard copy of it so uh you know we're gonna make sure that we get into this like just head on so thank you so much again uh so many other episodes to listen to this is episode 40 10 more to 50 and at 50 i'm gonna start putting ads in more much more ads with that being said please if you are in salt lake city area 21 east kelsey avenue clean cut barbershop my boy jody joe john cook and the rest of the clan over there they will uh get your uh lineup done for you uh make sure that you have a clean fade uh you don't gotta go to great clips fella and if you have a kid whatever man just go over there clean cut barbershop official sponsor let's get into the opening song God. it was the design of Angelo Ritchie and Joe Zanuck and Manuel Silva, to call on the terrible old man. This old man dwells all alone in a very ancient house on Water Street near the sea, and is reputed to be both exceedingly rich and exceedingly feeble, which, form a situa- which, me, which forms a situation very attractive to men of the profession of Messrs. What is that? It's spelled M-E-S-S-R-S. The only thing that I can think of is that it means, like, thief. Let's see what that means. Uses the title to refer formally to more than one man simultaneously or in names and companies. Okay. All right. Uh, Which forms a situation very attractive to men of the profession of messers. Ricci, Zanuck, and Zilva. Silva, rather, for that profession was nothing less dignified than robbery. Got it. Okay. The inhabitants of Kingsport say and think many things about the terrible old man, which generally keep him safe from the attention of gentlemen like Mr. Ricci and his colleagues. Despite the almost certain fact that he hides a fortune of indefinite magnitude somewhere about his musty and venerable abode. He is, in truth, a very strange person. Believed to have been a captain of East India clipper ships in his day. So old that no one can remember when he was young, and so taciturn that few know his real name. Among the gnarled trees in the front yard of his aged and neglected place, he maintains a strange collection of large stones, oddly grouped and painted so uh, painted so that they resemble the idols in some obscure temple. Okay, so he just has like like these stones. I feel like that's not abnormal. I guess I think that he's already like one of the most interesting men in the world, and these guys are just trying like they obviously just want to rob him. This collection. Frightens away most of the small boys who love to taunt the terrible old man about his long white hair and beard or to break the small pane windows of, of his dwelling with wicked missiles. Wait, what year is this? Wicked missiles? I'm sorry, sir. Uh let's read that one uh okay. This collection frightens away most of the small boys who love to taunt the terrible old man about his long white hair, and beard, or to break the small pane windows of his dwelling with wicked missiles. Uh, so I I I assume it could be anything like you just throwing shoes or something, just or rocks, stones. Okay, because you. Not throwing missiles, I guess. Missiles. I don't know. Whatever. But there are other things which frighten the older and more curious folk who sometimes steal up to the house to peer in through the dusty panes. These folks say that on a table in a bare room on the ground floor are many peculiar bottles, and each a small piece of lead suspended pendulum-wise from a string. And they say that the terrible old man talks to these bottles. I'm sorry? Addressing them by such names as Jack, Scarface, Long Tom, I can't make these up. These are... These... (laughs) Long Tom. Spanish Joe, Peters, and May Ellis and that whenever he speaks to a bottle the little lead pendulum within makes certain definite vibrations as if in answer um i know that there's uh you know pend like energy pendulums that you can uh, you know you place in the i just don't know if i've ever thought about giving it a name spanish joe Seems like a name that I might go with, or uh, creative Carl, or tantalizing Tim, or don't name your stone. <laughs> what the f- okay. So... Alright, so let's do this one more time. And they say that the terrible old man talks to these bottles. And in the bottle, again, so like... Uh, okay, let's run that back. These folks say that on a table, in a bare room, on the ground floor, are many peculiar uh, peculiar bottles. In each, a small piece of lead suspended, pendulum-wise, from a string... And they say that the terrible old man talks to these bottles, addressing them by such names as Jack, Scarface, Long Tom, Spanish Joe, Peters, and Mate Ellis. And that whenever he speaks to a bottle, the little lead pendulum within makes certain definite vibrations as if in answer. Those who have watched the tall, lean, terrible old man in these peculiar conversations do not watch him again. But Angelo Ritchie and Joe Zanuck and Manuel Silva were not of Kingsport blood. They were of that new and heterogeneous alien stock which lies outside the charm circle of New England life and traditions. And they saw on the terrible old man, merely a tottering, almost helpless gray beard who could not walk within, without the aid of his knotted cane. That seems regular. And uh, whose thin, weak hand shook pitifully. They were, they were really quite sorry in their way for the lonely, unpopular old fellow whom everybody shunned. And at whom all the dogs barked singularly. just like, like, Just like painting this character... He's. Uh, it almost seems like, I don't know if you guys have read the book, uh, A Man Called Ove, I think. It just was, it, it, not just, but it has been released recently. It was on the New York Times bestseller list, but I kind of get that vibe from this guy. And I don't know if that author, you know, maybe read this or whatever, but it just, that's what re- it reminds me of. They were really quite sorry in their way for the lonely, unpopular old fellow, whom everybody shunned and at whom all the dogs barked singularly. But business is business, and to a robber whose soul is in his profession, there is a lure and a challenge about a very old and very feeble man who has no account at the bank, and who pays for his few necessities at the village store with Spanish gold and silver-minted two-century... Uh, and silver-minted... Two centuries ago. So this guy—I mean, this guy's loaded. I feel like Messrs Ricci, Zanuck and Silva selected the night of April eleventh for their call. Mister Ricci and Mister Silva were to interview the poor old gentleman, whilst Mister Zanuck waited for them in their presumable metallic burden with a covered motor car in Ship Street, by the gate in the tall rear wall of their host grounds. So I mean, they're gonna—okay, definitely gonna rob this cat. What the fuck, man? Just leave him alone. Just let him be an old man. Be an old man. Just be an old man. Desire to avoid needless explanations in case of unexpected police intrusions prompted these plans for a quiet and unostentious departure. As prearranged the three adventurers started i would not call them adventurers i'd call them fucking robbers man as prearranged, the three adventurers started out separately in order to prevent any evil-minded suspicions afterwards okay all right Messrs. ricci and silva met in water street by the old man's front gate and although they did not like the way the moon shone down upon the painted stones through the Budding branches of the gnarled trees, they had more important things to think about than mere idle superstition. They feared it might be unpleasant work making the terrible old man loquacious concerning his hoarded gold and silver. For H.C., captains are notably stubborn and perverse. Still, he was very old and very feeble, and there were two visitors. Messrs. Ricci and Silver were experienced in the art of making unwilling persons vulnerable and the screams of a weak and exceptionally venerable man can be easily muffled so they moved up to the one lighted window and heard the terrible old man talking childishly i just want to know his name at this point quit calling him terrible old man he has a name sir and it's jack and it's spanish jim <laughs> so they moved up to the one lighted window And heard the terrible old man talking uh, childishly to his bottles with pendulums. I mean, that's a little... Hey, pretty bird. Hey, pretty bird. Talking childishly to his pendulums? Like, what does that even mean? Like, back and then forth and then forth and then back... Back and forth, be a pendulum stacked. I don't know who you are, but you're a gem, pendulum. (laughs) I'll take the applause later. Then they donned masks and knocked politely at the weather-stained oaken uh, oaken door. Not politely with masks on. Oh, hello, sir. I wasn't sure if you. I wasn't sure if you noticed that we have masks on. We're about to rob you, but we just wanted to make sure that you were in a safe place. And this, of course, your pendulum's there, and and some of your silver and gold over there. We would probably like to take. So, if you just sit back for a second, you would like to take that for us right now. What? (laughs) Waiting seemed very long to Mister Zanek as he fidgeted restlessly in the covered motor car by the terrible old man's back gate in ship street he was more than ordinarily tender-hearted and he did not like the hideous screams he had heard in the ancient house just after the hour appointed for the deed got to conscious okay had he not told his colleagues to be as gentle as possible with the pathetic old sea captain very nervously, he watched that narrow oaken gate in the high and ivy-clad stone walls. Frequently, he consulted his watch and wondered at the delay. Had the old man died before revealing where his treasure was hidden? And had a thorough search become necessary? Hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. hoo mister Zanuck did not, like, uh, did not like the wait. So long in the dark in such a place. Then he sensed a soft tread or tapping on the walk inside the gate. Ooh, heard a gentle fumbling at the rusty latch, and saw the narrow, heavy door swing inward. And in the pallid glow of the single dim street lamp, he strained his eyes to see what his colleagues had brought out of that sinister house which loomed so close behind. Strained his eyes like, like squinted, just like, oh, what the fuck is that? What is that a? Is that what I think it is? Is that a trampoline? But when he looked, he did not see what he had expected, for his colleagues were not there at all, but only the terrible old man leaning quietly on his knotted cane and smiling hideously. Mr. Zanuck had never before noticed the color of the man's eyes. Now he saw that they were yellow. Let's go, old man, terrible old man! Little things make considerable excitement in little towns, which is the reason that Kingsport people talked all that spring and summer about three unidentifiable bodies, horribly slashed as with many cutlasses, and horribly mangled as by the tread of many cruel boot heels which the tide washed in. And some people even spoke of things as trivial as a deserted motor car found in Ship Street. Or certain especially inhuman cries. Probably of a stray animal or migratory bird. Heard in the night by wakeful citizens. But in this idle village, gossip the terrible old man took no interest at all. He was by nature reserved. And when one is aged and feeble, one's reserve is doubly strong. Besides... So ancient to see, Captain must have witnessed scores of things much more stirring in the far-off days of his unremembered youth. Yo! That is episode 40 real quick. We just I just wanted to get into it. It's called The Terrible Old Man. This guy, obviously, I mean, he killed these guys or something. I mean, he killed all three of them. What? I did not see that coming. I thought that, oh my God, stop it. Okay, so again, The Terrible Old Man, it was written January 28th in 1920. I would love to see this, like, I'm gonna YouTube it. I I don't know if, like, I mean, let's just do it. Uh, The Terrible Old Man. Wow, there's a lot his eyes were yellow that's the thing like this the big thing is like his eyes were yellow and i'm looking at images right now for it I, he's just like uh the peculiar bottle bo- uh, bottle thing like there's a there's a video here a little animation i'll, I'll uh post that or excuse me um uh, place it onto the description but wow 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 incredible hp lovecraft is not gonna uh he definitely does not disappoint at all ever so with that being said uh i like uh, like i was saying mid uh story i th- I feel like it it sounded like a man called ove at the beginning but then it turned into like a man called ove times 10 with a horror ending <laughs> with him killing people and also having like these crazy ghostbusters eyes that that the dude doesn't the, you know like he's like is just so um uh, I, I would even i would even uh, say like enamored by but um take it aback for sure anyhow episode 40 uh, i hope you guys have a good weekend my name is Nate Chacon the third this is short story bingo we made this one short today 20 minutes in just boom knock it out just a quick one i uh, if you're uh uh traveling right now you we have other episodes of course that you can listen to um whatever what you're doing. I don't, I don't, you know, but, uh, short story bingo, happy podcast Friday. Uh, have a good weekend, be safe, be lovely and, uh, treat each other. Well, again, my name is Nate Come the please share with all your friends and subscribe. And please comment on the iTunes short story, bingo. is what you can share with all your friends and visit our sponsors. Clean cut barbershop on 21 East Kelsey Avenue in Salt Lake city, Utah. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we are Out. Okay, I'm done. Spare fingers is yes.